0: keep on the sunny side always on the sunny side keep on the sunny side of life it will help us every day it will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life Hi there. This is Joe Martin at First Baptist Church in Toledo, Washington. and Just take a few moments for a midweek cabin talk. I want to talk to you about getting ready for the Lord's Supper. And it's important. This is a practice that is ancient. It goes back to the very first disciples that Jesus had of taking Lord's Supper, sometimes called communion, um, the word communion, communion is it, it kind of sums it up in a beautiful way it comes from the same word that we get the word fellowship or koinonia a common life together you know i when i read the bible i used to get confused in from the book of acts when it, this was re, this referring to breaking bread together from house to house um you know is this a ta- talking about a shared meal or built on the hospitality of the the new family in jesus or was this a practice of the lord's supper and I, some scholars had one thing and some scholars said the other but the reality was that it was both it was really a picture that they both happened at the same time as a matter of fact the early practice of jesus followers was that they would have a meal together sometimes it was called the agape feast or the gratitude feast and then they would take the Lord's table, they would have break the bread and remember uh, a, a service or a time, of memorial and celebration of what Jesus had done. This was the early practice for hundreds of years for believers. A matter of fact, it, it was carried out really up until later than the fifth century as a common practice until it became so many Christians began to come. Sometimes there was abuses and there's always going to be problems where there are people. This was that shared meal with a time of remembrance of Christ, of what brought us together. Perhaps this is why Baptists, we kid, um, we love to eat so much. We, whether it's a potluck or barbecue or whatever, you know. And this is true about Jesus too. You know, Jesus. Though this was not true about him, one of his criticisms was he wasn't an ascetic. He liked to eat. They called him a wine, a drunkard, and a glutton in the book of. Luke alone, there's over 50 times where they're talking about food and eating and this gathering together. And ultimately, the final place for us in in eternity is going to be around the marriage supper of the Lamb. <laughs> it's another picture, right? And uh, not probably just a picture, probably true. Um, you know, many scholars uh, say that this is built on the tradition of from the Old Testament of the Covenant Meal, where you would have people that would make an agreement between each other, and they would sacrifice a ox or something, and then they would they would eat it together as a kind of a binding together that this is something we did together that we shared. Uh, notice the language Jesus uses in in that first um, institution of the Lord's Supper in Luke twenty two fifteen. He said. Uh, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffered. Eat this meal. For I say to you, I shall never again eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. This means everything, not just, you know, a cup and some crackers, but this whole experience. Take this meal and everything with it. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them and said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took up the cup after eating and saying, This cup which is poured out for you is a new covenant in my blood. This is that covenant meal. Paul had something very similar when he talked about it later in 1 Corinthians So, in reality, as much as we can, and we can't always do this, but we should think of this as really coming in two parts. The meal together, that we do either before or after, and the remembrance of God in gratitude as part of the Lord's Supper, as we share this together. And this was the practice and it and it always as it always does. It sometimes had problems, and Paul dealt with them. We see that in First Corinthians um, eleven seventeen. But in giving this instruction, I do not praise you because you come together not for better but for the worse. And um, Paul lists some things that make when we get together to to celebrate um, this memorial of his death on the cross and we join in together in this koinonia uh there were problems that made it worse and not better not edifying and and the first reason was is that he really says they came together unprepared Uh, Sometimes we we don't think about what we're going to do as an act of worship and fellowship. They came together unprepared. And what does that mean to be unprepared? Well, he lists some things. One, you can come unprepared because you have a lot of unresolved conflicts that you're not even willing to consider. For in the first place, verse 18, you come together as a church. I hear that divisions exist among you, and in part I believe it. For there must also be factions among you, so that those who are approved may become evident among you. Therefore, when you meet together, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper. What he's saying is, is, they had a lot of conflict, there was power tripping going on, and and there were people resisting those people who were appointed as the leaders, and there was just a lot happening there. And he was saying, this is going to happen, but he said, you were not prepared because you had a lot of unresolved conflicts. And it's true that sometimes you can't do it. You just have to do what you can do your part to deal with it. There was unloving and insensitive behavior. Um, you know, for you are eating for it. we in your eating. He's bringing up this issue. This is part of their being unprepared. They hadn't thought it through in their eating. Each one takes his own supper first. And one is angry and another is drunk, or one is hungry and another is drunk. So they had people that were maybe coming late and the people that got there first just ate everything. They took everything and then there was nothing left. And some of this could have been related to the fact that the people who had to work late or working people or maybe people who were um, servants, they couldn't get there early. And the other people were there and they had pretty much eaten everything. There was insensitive and unloving behavior. They weren't prepared. They hadn't thought it through. And then they were unprepared because they didn't care or share with each other. What? Do you not have houses, verse 22, in which to eat and drink? Or do do you disciples despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? In other words, there was a little bit of a class issue here. What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you? In this I will not praise you. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this, do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant. There it is again. In my blood, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, You proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And then he says this, Therefore, he who eats bread and drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. He's saying what he's talking about in an unworthy manner, an unworthy attitude toward each other, of indifference or insensitivity or conflict. And so the, the, the last thing that was unprepared, he implies here, is the unexamined heart verse twenty eight but a man but a man must examine himself before you get there on Sunday examine yourself and in so doing he is to eat the bread and drink the cup for he who eats and drinks eats and drinks judgment to himself if he does not judge the body rightly speaking about the church the relationship to the church for in this reason many among you are weak and sick and a number sleep in other words it was creating a lot of problems. It was making them sick. And by the way, we we can, you know, over-spiritualize this, but you know, when we have bad relationships with people, it can make us sick. And when we are not in a good place with God, it can make us sick. And a lot of it has to do with our relationship with each other. We even say it, they make me sick. Verse 31, but if we judge ourselves rightly, we would not be judged. The greatest way to to avoid the impacts of sin in our lives and selfishness is to deal with yourself. Notice, this affects everyone. We, it's a we notice. Everybody suffers because we're not living like we should. We're going unprepared. But when we are judged, we are to be disciplined by the Lord so that we will not be condemned along with the world. So then, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. In other words, get in line. Be considerate of each other. Not just about taking the uh, cup and the bread, but the whole meal, if anyone's hungry, uh, let him eat at home so that you will not come together for judgment. The remaining matters I'll arrange when I come. He's saying if you're totally starving and there's not enough, then eat later when you get home. So what are some things you can do to get ready for this Sunday's uh, combined Lord's Supper service? Because there won't be an eight o'clock service. There'll be a 930 service, the breakfast class downstairs. You can come to that. I'd love to have you. But there will be 11 o'clock combined service, and then we're having a big meal afterward where we can sit around the table and hang out with each other. So, number one, here's what I want you to do before Sunday. Take five minutes, at least, and just get silent. Sit before the Lord. Examine your own heart. Ask the Lord, search me, O God, and know my heart. See if there be any wicked way in me. Ask yourself, is there any anger or resentment toward others? Is there any... Um, kind of jealousy or anything lurking around in there that is in the way of your relationship with other people within the congregation. Secondly, and, and toward others too. And and the other thing is, is there resentment toward you? And this is really hard. This is a challenge for myself and all of us that, you know, Jesus said, if you know that someone has something against you in Matthew, Matthew chapter five, you ought to, um, you ought to do what you can to resolve that, to reconcile that. And then another thing that you need to do in this time is forgive in line with what we're going to be remembering, the cross, forgiving one another as God in Christ Jesus has forgiven you. And then ask God for guidance. God, what can I do? Is there any selfishness or impatience in me toward other people in church? Is that going on? Because listen, this is not a time what God will discipline us for is when we're just faking and we're calling it in. This is where we're called to practice radical patience. Don't cut in line. And don't cut your chance to commune short when you, get a, when you get here. Don't skip out. Don't cut. Be patient. So then, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. Be patient with one another. Take the time we're going to need to be a community. And then, last thing, start now. So remember the schedule once again. No 8 o'clock service, but there will be the 9.30 classes, Pastor Mike and Dick and Terry's class and my class. My class is an open class for everybody. And then um, and then remember, the 11 o'clock service uh, is combined. It's going to be a Lord's Supper or a communion service, a koinonia service. And then um, we're going to have a meal afterward. Now, if you want to bring something, bring if you could be, those of you that are watching online, you maybe can't come, but you can watch the service, but um, if you can bring something, bring a, a bring anything you want, but bring a salad or a dessert or both, and it's something that you really like, and maybe you can share that with others. I just can't wait to see you this weekend. It's going to be great as we get ready for Easter, which we will have the 8 o'clock and the 11 o'clock service, and we will have classes in between and, and some time to gather, so um, Looking forward to seeing you. Be sure, if, you know a lot of you have been asking, you know, how can I help? How can I give? You go to the website. There's giving right there. You can give online. It just takes a couple minutes. You can set it up to be recurring. Thank you so much for that. And remember, that makes us able to help each other even more. God bless you, and thanks for watching.